to the Swami Marquina podcast. I am here to guide you home. I am a wife, mom, and Northern Virginia real estate agent. I make real estate simple because your time is meant to be spent with family and friends, decorating your home and filling it with memories. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. Welcome back. Last time we talked about how to calculate how much home you can comfortably afford. Owning a home is a big part of the quote unquote American dream. And for most homeowners in America, getting a mortgage is just one of the steps to getting there. Today we're going to cover a couple of mortgage basics, including loan types, mortgage lingo and just continue to add to the knowledge that we have for the home buying process. Before we dive in, let's talk about some mortgage basics. First off, what does the mortgage word even mean? There's lots of funny ones here. I know that a lot of you know that it comes from the old French mortgage, which literally means dead pledge. So people love to joke that you're giving your life away when you take out a mortgage. But no, that is not what that means. A mortgage is referred to as a loan, and it is an agreement between you and a mortgage lender to buy a home without having all the cash up front. This agreement gives the lender the legal right to repossess the property if you fail to meet the terms. And then this allows them to recoup some of the money that they have lent out to you. So this works a little bit different than other loans because think about it. If you don't pay for your credit card statement, they're not going to ask you to give back those shoes or give back the the Chick-fil-A that you bought with it. They're not going to ask for that. They're most likely going to add on fees to try and recoup some of that money that they've lost. How does a mortgage loan work? Well, when you get a mortgage, your lender gives you a set amount of money to buy the home. You agree to pay back this loan with interest over a period of several years. The lender's right to the home continue until the mortgage is fully paid off. And they usually give you a schedule, a payment schedule, that lasts 15 or 30 years. And with that amount monthly, in the span of that amount of years, you will for sure pay off the loan. So this type of loan doesn't have minimum payments. They have scheduled payments that will get you to finish off paying the loan at the end of your term. How do you get a mortgage? Well, the process of getting a mortgage is fairly straightforward if you have a regular job and adequate income with good credit. There are several steps that you're going to need to take to become a homeowner. So let's just explore a couple of them that have to do with the mortgage side. You're going to need to get pre-approved, and so you're going to have to be ready to show proof of funds. Take this pre-approval process pretty seriously because as a real estate agent, I know that one of the ways that you win contracts and that you finish the process in a timely manner is getting a really great pre-approval and giving as much information up front as possible. So it's a good idea to get this initial pre-approval from your mortgage lender before you start looking at homes. 
It's going to tell you how much you could qualify for. And then it's going to allow you and I not to waste our time shopping for homes outside of our budget. Also, when we put in an offer, they want to see the pre-approval letter ahead of time. They're not going to consider your offer or take you seriously if you don't have this. Once your offer has been accepted, there's a bit more work to be done to finalize the sale and your financing. At this point, your lender will verify all of the details of the mortgage, including income, employment, and assets, if for some reason these details weren't verified up front. They'll also need to verify the property details, and this typically involves getting an appraisal to confirm the value. Your lender is also going to hire a title company to check the title of your home to make sure there are no issues that are going to prevent the sale or co cost you any problems later. Then once your loan is fully approved, you'll meet with your lender. A lot of this is done now virtually through like DocuSigns and such, but in person, you're going to meet with me, your real estate agent, and also your title company. You'll pay down your down payment and closing costs, and you'll sign the mortgage pa uh, papers. Who are the parties that are involved in a mortgage? Well, there's three parties involved. A lender, which is the person that gives you the money or lends you the money to purchase your home. A borrower, which is you, the person asking for the loan. And... There could be a co-signer like, uh, if there's a part, uh, if you have a partner or a friend or your spouse, if you guys are buying um, a house together. Are there different types of mortgages? There are different types of home loans. Each comes with a different requirement, interest rates, and benefits. So here are some of the most common types that you might hear about when you're applying for a mortgage. First is the conventional conforming loan. The phrase conventional loan refers to any loan that's not backed or guaranteed by the federal government. Conventional loans are often conforming loans. The term conventional means that our private lender is willing to make the loan without government support. And conforming means that the mortgage meets a set of requirements defined by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. These are the two government-sponsored enterprises that buy loans and keep mortgage lenders liquid so they can continue to make loans. Conventional loans are actually the most popular loans right now because they just show that you don't have to be backed up by any government institution. And usually it means that your credit score is a little bit higher and that you have a little more money to bring to the table. So right now, sellers love to see conventional loans. This isn't to say that another kind of loan is not going to win you the home. I have gotten many homes with all kinds of loans, but just wanted to put that out there. So if you get a conventional loan with down payment as little as 3% um, of the home or anything less than 20%, you're usually going to require to pay a monthly fee called private mortgage insurance. And private mortgage insurance should not be a reason to stop you from purchasing a home. You're going to waste, you're going to throw away a lot more money if you rent. So don't wait to have that 20% down that a lot of people back in the day waited on. 
Because in true reality, while you're saving to have the 20% down, you're paying somebody else to rent. And so at the end of the day, you're not truly saving yourself any money. The non-conforming loans are government-insured mortgages, like an FHA loan. These are a popular choice because they have low down payments and credit score requirements. You can get an FHA loan at most lenders with a down payment as low as 3.5 and a credit score of just 580. Again, you'd have to check your specific situation, but these are just the parameters that the government puts for these kind of loans. These loans are backed up by the Federal Housing Administration. This means that FHA will reimburse lenders if you default on your loan. This means that lenders can offer these loans to borrowers with low credit scores and smaller down payments. VA loans are very popular here in Northern Virginia. They are for active duty military members, qualified reservists, eligible members of the National Guard, qualifying surviving spouses and veterans. This loan is backed up by the Department of Veteran Affairs. VA loans are for those members of the U.S. Armed Forces as a benefit of service. This is a great option because you can buy a home with 0% down and an upfront fee that can be built into your loan instead of private mortgage insurance. Type of loan is a USDA loan. We have a couple of this in Virginia, and these are for homes in eligible rural areas. Although many homes on the outskirts of the suburbs qualify as rural according to the USDA's definition, to get this kind of loan, your household income can't exceed 115% of that area's medium income. So USDA loans are a good option for qualified borrowers because they allow you to buy a home with 0% down. And for some, the guarantee fees required by the USDA program cost less than the FHA, mortgage insurance premiums. Now that we know the different kind of loans, I'm sure you're asking yourself, how are interest rates set by lenders? Interest rates are the charges for the mortgages that you're seeking. Mortgage rates are determined by analyzing a wide variety of factors, some of which have nothing to do with either the lender or the borrower. The interest rates are determined by two factors, current market rates and the level of risk that lenders are taking to lend you that money. You cannot control current market rates. But you can have some control over how the lender views you as a borrower. The higher your credit score and the fewer red flags that you have on your credit report will make you look like more of a responsible borrower. In the same sense, the lower debt-to-income ratio, which is the money that you'll have available to make your mortgage payments, will also show the lender that you are less of a risk. And this will benefit you by lowering your interest rate. There are two different kinds of rates. A fixed rate, which is fixed interest rates, and they stay the same for the entire length of your mortgage. If you have a 30-year fixed rate loan with a 4% interest rate, you're going to pay 4% interest until you pay off or refinance your loan. Fixed rate loans offer a predictable payment each month, which makes budgeting a lot easier.
I'm going to tell you that 99% of my clients, actually 99.9% of my clients used fixed rates. This is just more predictable and it's going to allow you to know what you're going to pay. There is another option called an adjustable rate mortgage. Adjustable rates are interest rates that change based on the market. Most adjustable rate mortgages begin with a fixed interest, which is a teaser rate. This usually lasts five, seven, or 10 years. During this time, your interest rate remains the same. After your fixed rate period ends, your interest rate adjusts up or down every six months to a year. This means your monthly payments can change based on your interest payment. ARMs are right for some borrowers. If you plan to move or refinance before the end of your fixed rate period, an adjustable rate mortgage can give you access to lower interest rates than you typically get with a fixed rate loan. But like I said, these are usually used, or at least how I've seen them used, is by very experienced homeowners that have purchased a couple of times or are really in tune with their finances. Also for investors. Investors love this. Or for people that purchase really big properties, really large properties, but they don't plan to live there for longer that, than that period that they are um, getting that fixed rate for. So no longer than five years kind of thing. For a first time home buyer, my recommendation would be to go with a fixed rate. And then once you become a little bit, a little bit more knowledgeable and learn to understand your mortgage a little bit more, then of course you can take any decision that you want. Um, but that is just my two cents into what I would recommend for first time home buyers. What is in a mortgage payment? So when you get your bill for the first time as a homeowner, what are you paying for? What are they atomizing? So your mortgage payment is the amount you pay every month towards your mortgage. Each monthly payment has four major parts, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. This was all such good information. Let's just take a moment to soak it all in. I do want to point out that I do not work in lending or in the mortgage industry. Everything that I have talked about today is from one, just being a homeowner myself multiple times, but two, managing transactions for my clients. These are things that I see commonly happen in Northern Virginia and in the and in the area and with the clients that I work with. The tips and facts that I have shared with you are just things that I have compiled through my time in real estate. Once you are ready to become a homeowner, you'll get pre-qualified and your lender is going to sit with you and talk about your specific situation and things that align well with your finances. They'll be able to break down what's going to work best for you and help you achieve your goals. Now that you know that, the next step to your journey is going to be picking the right real estate agent for you. Remember, this person is going to manage your transaction. They are going to ensure to protect your interests, but also they are somebody who align in personality with you and are going to help you get exactly what you are looking for. Like always, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys next time. 
learning and acquiring knowledge is so important. If you want more tips in between episodes, follow me on my Instagram at Swami Marquina. If you want to start taking action and become a homeowner, visit www.soamimarquina.com or send me an email at soldbysoami at gmail.com. I am so excited to start you on this process. Let me guide you home. Thank you.